welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime MacGyver. Because I'm doing a lot of weird shit just to get this to record. Yeah, we are having some technical issues (laughs) and playing it fast and loose with what we call recording. (laughs) (laughs) My regular computer is in the shop getting fixed, so I'm recording to a tablet, looking off of an iPod Touch to keep track of time, and recording through my phone and wearing three (laughs) pairs of headphones. (laughs) It's quite a sight. That's incredible. You have three ears? Or is one, like, in your mouth? (laughs) Just feel the vibrations (laughs) in your teeth. Uh, I have a pair of earbuds on with a pair of over-the-top headphones on one ear. (laughs) Oh, wow. I can only imagine how that looks. It's weird. I probably don't need half of this. I just don't know how to do it the right way. And we gotta get this episode out. uh, You're more robot than man at this point. (laughs) (laughs) We can rebuild him. (laughs) Finally, I got rid of all those pesky emotions. (laughs) Uh, well one emotion we're gonna feel this week is nostalgia because it's our one year anniversary episode wow can y'all believe it wasted so much time uh so much anime (laughs) we've watched 57 anime series and or movies and oh boy uh, they're all Okay. <laughs> oh man. How many of those have you followed up on and just kept on watching all the way through? We got like 56 episodes, so like you probably watched a few to the end, right? Right. Right. So listen. <laughs> yeah, the truth come out. <laughs> One year in. Do we technically at we've reached a year. Do we technically need to move everything to the no category at this point? <laughs> No. It's it's stuff he would watch. He won't, though. But he would. If he had the time. He had the time. We just There's just no time. Like, I have to rewatch all of these series that I've already seen 18 times because new seasons are coming out. You're too busy watching BoJack Horseman for the fourth time. <laughs> Please, fourth time was like two weeks after it came out. How dare you? Oh, wow. I've seen it, no joke, I've seen all of BoJack maybe at least 15 times. Oh, I don't know if I could take that. And yet, and yet, no anime. No anime. <laughs> hey, that is technically, an- no, okay, I can't do it. Anyways, <laughs> so. BoJack Horseman is an anime. Let's hear this argument. How does my wife I- Hmm. Uh. Well, on top of our anniversary, there's another anniversary we're celebrating this week. Dana's birthday! Yay! I don't know about you, but I was feeling 22, and now nobody likes me because I'm 23. <laughs> oh, I record with children. <laughs> yep, so I get to pick. Yeah. And as we, as we talked about last week, we're we're doing something. Doing something special. Yeah, we, we we have a, a special programming block like you would see after school in the early two thousands. <laughs> we are we are doing a, a month at least of four kids dubs. Yeah, uh, diving into the classic, the 
arguably okay <laughs> dubs. The passionately mediocre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the so... the well-remembered but not well-received dubs. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Uh, so I decided to start this off with Tokyo Mew Mew. And I will admit, I throw the word first around <laughs> a lot here. <laughs> Death Note, this is this is how it goes. Death Note was the first anime I finished. Mm-hmm. Haruhi Suzumiya was the first anime I loved. But Tokyo Mew Mew was the first anime I ever saw with my own two eyes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, this I is... was 11. This is Dana's patient zero moment. <laughs> yes. I was the infection in... spread from this point. I was in sixth grade and I remember friends showing it to me. These friends are how I became weebs. Are any of them still weebs? Maybe one. <laughs> and me. And me. We, we were committed but to you, it. But you, you defied all the odds. <laughs> you, you made the distance. Yep. Twelve years later, here I am. <laughs> defied all the better judgment everyone else followed. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't actually watch the four kids dub. I watched the Japanese. Oh. So mm. I'm here to have a good time. I don't know. I know their names. I know the names of the main characters, but that's it. Oh, okay. How about you? Do- well, I mean, like yeah. the English names. It's going to ask Dugan if he knows, but of course not. What's the point of the show? Why would he? No. Yeah. I I would <laughs> love to hear asking. hear the uh translation of the originals into the I assume the Sarah's and Stacy's <laughs> of these Japanese school children. Yep. I always love Yep. I always love like We'll get to them. Some translated names have like some origin where it's like Josuke, but in the English dub they call him like Joe. And then there's just some where it's like his name's Ichigo. His new name is Steven. It's like, that's not, those aren't close. <laughs> Why'd you pick that one, that arbitrary name? <laughs> They're not even, the, like, the same syllables if you're going for, like, dubbing reasons. It's not even it the same letters. That way. No. <laughs> uh, it's always interesting to see the dubs, or hear. But yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so Brendan, is what, what do you know about this show? I remember seeing it. I remember... Getting glimpses of it, I I guess on four kids or maybe just in the advertisement forum, because there was a weird period where they would just get cut together commercials for four kids, like time for the four kids entertainment national anthem, and they would just do cuts of like oh shit, and this is where I'd see them. It was like the Winx Club, Tokyo Mimi, Sonic, uh. Fighting food odds and like all these random shows that like half of them I knew of, the other half I didn't. And they were just like, the scenes had nothing to do with it. It was just the scene of a character talking to the camera and then they had the actors dub over just like garbage for like the anthem or whatever it was. (laughs) So being a youngster and being a little shit, which are uh, requirements, um, Mm. if I saw a girl on a show, I assumed it was a girly show and I didn't watch it. So. Hmm. But I, I knew of it. Yeah, gotcha. this I completely missed this. The uh, dub came out two thousand five. Uh, wow! Or two thousand five is the initial release when it started. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact timeline, but uh, yeah, it took. I think the original Japanese was like earlier two thousand two, maybe. So it took like mm. a minute, uh, but. 
yeah, this is something I completely missed. By 10, I was over cartoons. I was too adult. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What a mature Yeah, this is... (laughs) Mm, I only watch the finest sitcoms. I only watch Frasier. That's baby stuff. I watch Full House now. (laughs) I'm an adult. I graduated to adult things with adult characters. Uh, but yeah, I completely missed it. I did watch some of the other four kids things, like my flashbulb memories of Sailor Moon and stuff like that. But just not this one. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Great. All right. So we are going to watch the first three episodes and transform into a sloth so I can't move away from the TV. Mutamorphosis. The shape of a bucket of water. Uh, we we struck gold this week. Yeah. Oh, starting strong, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah i I came in late to dubs as an adult, so Ooh. I was always like, "What? What? Why are these the like tropes of like, haha, uh, all these very bad dubs? Why is that the standard? I get it now, <laughs> guys. I get it. <laughs> it's uh, all anime dubs kind of used to be like this. Not this extreme, but all of the acting was very much like, I'm in an anime! And now they're not like that anymore. Yeah, and uh, the writing as well being like, hey, we need to, oh. n- with no context, whatever, <laughs> just at least make the words match the visuals. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we'll get into some fun stuff, but... Uh, oh I'm boy, so there's there's some truly... Ah, you you really just needed something Filler. to be said here, didn't you? It reminds me of those old, um, <laughs> like, G.I. Joe cartoons that got redubbed and were super popular on YouTube, where it's like, yes, those words match those mouth movements, but they don't fit at all. <laughs> You're reaching so far. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's get well, into it. here we it. go. Yeah. So, episode one. I had I had to confirm this for myself. Mm-hmm. Episode one of the four kids dub is not episode one of the anime. There's a part of me that isn't surprised that they are just like, fuck it. Let's just mess up this whole schedule of episodes. Yeah. So they, they, they just jump you in at a point where all of the Mew Mews are already together. Yeah. Yeah. We sort of have Uh, like between these three episodes, we have like a action. Here's, Hey, here's the core show. Once the group's assembled, and then, oh, one week earlier, uh, go back, let's see the origins. Yeah, so episode two of the of the four kids dub is episode one of the <laughs> anime. I'm not sure what episode this is. Um, <laughs> 15. Maybe like, maybe like, yeah, 15 or something like that. But here we go. Uh, <laughs> so in the beginning... Uh, we're downtown, and there's a monster attacking, and we have our hero. Her name is Zoe. <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned Ichigo before, <laughs> because her name in Japanese is Ichigo. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it means strawberry. 
Oh, that makes more sense. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what with strawberry yeah. used so, in every attack she has. <laughs> yes. So she's she's in her Mew Mew form, all pink and cute with kitty ears and a tail. And she's going to attack the monster. And everyone's so excited. She's so cool. And then she says her catchphrase, which is Mew Mew style, Mew Mew grace, Mew Mew power in your face. <laughs> I like the little prime. <laughs> I like the little like beat that goes like when she starts saying it like it it's like a drum beat that kind of makes it feel yeah. like she's about to rap <laughs> and it's just like uh. no I definitely thought she was gonna start rapping because it's four kids and we now have a <laughs> reputation of raps being incorporated where they shouldn't be <laughs> I was so ready for it uh, Chopper is doctoring Chopper is doctoring <laughs> it's the word of our Lord and Savior so she defeats the monster. Easy peasy. She does it. It's great. And everyone's cheering for her. And then we hear a voice, and it's Mark, <laughs> who's Zoe's crush. This full Zoe's crush, who is a Aoyama? 35-year-old man. Just a full adult-ass man. <laughs> His voice is just, ooh. You know what it reminds me of? This is going to be weird, and neither of you will get it, probably. I'm on board. But sometimes people will go and dub hentai. Right. They'll you just make me. dubs of hentai for one reason or another. Yeah. And that's what that's what he sounds like. He sounds like the high school protagonist of a hentai <laughs> that has been English dubbed. Well, I looked it up. I looked up the voice actor. Because uh, <laughs> I'm like, I gotta see what else he's done. He's primarily known as Shredder in the Ninja Turtles animated series from like 2003. Or I also looked it up. Was it the actual series? I was seeing a lot of video games. It was like I didn't know if it he was like the Shredder or what. It was like well, two, not like the original '80s Shredder, but no, no. It was like a there was like a reboot in like 2003 to like 2006 or something, and then I think he was the voice in all the games and all the spinoffs of that series. But gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But so he's there. He's a child in this. Yes. <laughs> um so so yeah he's there and um he's like oh zoe you're so weird i didn't think you were one of those girls with ears and a tail <laughs> and i was like oh furry <laughs> that- yeah i had them in my high school and then and then she's like no no <laughs> have you ever i'll tell you after okay. um- <laughs> I don't like where this is going, but Have I'm interested. That's for our Patreon after show. <laughs> no, I won't. Okay. <laughs> so, so he, so she's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not weird. And he's like, you're a freak. <laughs> you're a freak. And then he runs away. Uh, and then she's like, I'm not a freak. I'm a Mew Mew. <laughs> and then she wakes up and it turns out that she was in algebra class. Oh, jeez. And she yelled that she's a Mew Mew in front of the whole class. Uh-oh. Oh, so embarrassing. Also, check on the bingo so card uh, starting the series with a dream. Yep. Ah. Uh, and then there's the opening, which is just prime so early good. 2000s, like, girl cartoon music. I just wrote down this opening. This is why we're doing this. This is the four kids a thon. 
This is one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was also yeah. specifically going to call it 2000s girl rock because <laughs> it is very much the like very flowery, very we can sell this to a kids cartoon. Well, it was written for this, I believe, but uh this is I didn't count on this. <laughs> <laughs> for my very first kiss. <laughs> so good. It is just so good. <laughs> Delicious. Uh so after the opening, the prime prime opening, um she's at lunch with her friends and they're making fun of her and like everyone in class is just making fun of her cuz she apparently was saying everything that she was saying in her dream out loud. Uh, so I don't know why they would wake her up sooner. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just really letting her suffer there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I didn't see a visual for this. I don't think there was one. But her friends are like, you just put mustard on your pizza. Are you okay? And I was like, that's got to be a jelly donut thing. <laughs> what is it actually? Like in the Japanese. Um, but so she's leaving school. And then her friends are like, later, freak. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> are we sure Even they're her joke, friends? That's just not nice. <laughs> but she says, like, at least I know they're kidding. Hate them. Yeah, she did. But even so, still. like, there's that joking where you're like, I, this makes me feel bad it, still. It too far. <laughs> like, you can, yeah. like, you can raz someone, but if they're actively being made fun of by the entire school, don't join in on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so in her mind, she's like, oh, my God, I don't want anyone to find out because then I'd really be a freak. Um, and then Mark goes up to her and the dialogue here is so good. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. They're like trying to make it seem like they're interrupting each other. But there's such long pauses between them interrupting each other. <laughs> this was fantastic. Is everything OK? Hi, Mark. Yeah, I'm a uh, hello. I'm just about to head home. And I was wondering... Oh, really? Me too. Yeah? Well, I was wondering if you don't think it's too weird. Yes, Mark? Want to take a walk to the park with me? It was like... so good. Clearly Mark was like trying to advance the plot, but they just had to fill a flap of him being like, huh, what? What?" So they just added like two (laughs) extra interruptions that did not need to be there and could easily be worked around. (laughs) But they're like, so I'm going to go to... Oh, sorry, what? (laughs) It's like... Yes, that... No, just keep going. He was like, so I was wondering... And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I was wondering if you would come to the park with me, which I love because it's like, shut up. I was wondering if you would come to the park. As I said before I was so rudely interrupted, <laughs> date. Per my last evening. <laughs> oh, um, the sass. Uh, so he asks her to walk with him to the park. Um. And she's like, yeah, I don't have any monsters to fight or anything. Ha ha ha. Um, and then they're in the park, but he's leading her off the path. And she's like, I wonder why he's doing this. <gasps> what if he kisses me? Oh, no, I have to think of something else. Like a teenage boy getting a boner. <laughs> uh, because, think of baseball. <laughs> uh, if she thinks about it. Yeah, if she thinks about it too hard, her cat ears will pop out. <laughs> which happens. So yeah, I uh, I didn't love that they introduced a mechanic where this high school girl, if she gets too horny, she just transforms into a cat. I mean, furry, we all do, furry. right? <laughs> well, uh, oh boy. Uh, but so 
flying past that. Uh, he takes her and he's like, we're here. And then he turns around and he's like, Zoe, what are you doing? And she's hiding in a bush trying to get her cat ears away, which she does. And then she comes out and she's like, hello, where are we? And they're at, they're at a big old cherry blossom tree. It's very pretty. And this part, the, it was so good. The writing in this show is very reminiscent of, like, an 11-year-old writing a story, just like a fiction story that they're making up as they go. <laughs> because Mark goes, yeah, it's 100 years old, and I know that because my great-grandfather proposed to my great-grandmother great-grandmother under this tree. <laughs> of course. And I just, I feel like the inclusion of saying, and I know that because, is so, like... As you know, elementary writing. I didn't just pull this out of my ass. I know for plot reasons. And we all know where our great grandparents uh, got engaged, then, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great story. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're talking about how it's uh, it's weird that it blooms that early because it's like not even spring yet. So that's probably plot relevant. <laughs> hmm. Um. <laughs> And then Mark gets very serious and asks Zoe if it's a good thing to be unique. And she's like, well, yeah, everyone's different, right? And he's like, haha, you're right. So I was thinking, <laughs> doing my science fair project about this tree. Will you be my science fair partner? And she's like, yeah. Um, Is it too different romance. for me to be into trees? <laughs> I'm a woody. Is it weird that I want to fuck the tree? <laughs> I'm a woodkin. Um, Old grandpa's <laughs> fuck tree. <laughs> <laughs> I played Ocarina of Time. his grandparents got down after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, they definitely fucked under that tree. <laughs> I played um, Ocarina of Time, and so the deep tree awakened Zoe... something in me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wooden mustache. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You two, you're um, the chosen... Oh, I see you're busy. I'll check in with you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Zoe is at work. She works at a little cafe, which is introduced in the second episode of the dub. <laughs> um, and she she's all, like, flighty and stuff because she's thinking too much about Mark. Um, and then we're introduced to some more Mew Mews. There's Kiki, whose name in the Japanese is Pudding. <laughs> Of course. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, listen. We're getting there. Bridget, the green Bridget? one, in the Japanese, her name is Lettuce. Okay. Uh, how? So I are, may or may not be wrong, but I think, I think I'm right. Wait, sorry. Are you giving us the English translation of their names in Japanese? No. Her name. So her name is actually Pudding. And I what, think what? I want to look it up right now. So wait, the lettuce Tokyo Mew Mew. They're, they're just, is she Harley Quinn? Why? <laughs> hey, Pun. Her name is lettuce. <laughs> Her name is lettuce Midori Kawa. Lettuce Midori. <laughs> I love that their actual. This is my child, lettuce. <laughs> their actual Japanese names are more absurd <laughs> than any nickname we would have given them. <laughs> Isn't that good? So good. Because they all have, like, food names, because, like, there's Ichigo, is strawberry, and then there's pudding. Pudding is, like, okay, but then lettuce. 
but why is Ichigo in Japanese and not just her name was Strawberry in the <laughs> Japanese version? I don't know. Lettuce doesn't translate, um, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, so they're working. <laughs> Lettuce and in Japanese just translate to good cabbage. <laughs> oh, and there's also there's also Karina, whose name is Mint <laughs> in the Japanese. Oh, uh, I... So this is wild. Four kids did a better job naming these. So characters. rare. So rare. <laughs> I was not prepared to admit that on episode one of the four kids. We walk. might have peaked with this show. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Mark is pretty bad. Fair. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, and then we're introduced to the newest Mew Mew, whose name, regrettably, I forget. I think it might have been like normal. Like, I think it was Zara or something like that. I think it started with a Z. Uh, in um, this it was, but her name in this is Renee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's a famous teen pop star. <laughs> of course she is. So they're really excited that she's working there, <laughs> and she's she's bad at it because she's never had a job like that before, I suppose. And so is Mint because she's she, nope. Her name is Karina. <laughs> um, she's she's a snobby snobby rich girl, so she doesn't feel like she has to work. Um, and then it's after work, and Ponytail Man, whose name is Wesley, I love it, brings out a cake. <laughs> Wesley? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we cannot call him that when his ponytail is torso length. <laughs> like, we have to call him Ponytail. Ponytail. That's a disservice. Pon- ponytail boy. Pony boy. <laughs> Stay golden. <laughs> Genuine. <Pony boy>. Um. <laughs> Oy, um, but so he brings out the cake and they're like, oh, cake, yay. And he's like, we're celebrating that. You're like all finally together. And then there's a brooding blonde boy whose name is Elliot. And he comes out and he's like, <laughs> sorry to cut it short, ladies, but we have Mew Mew stuff to do. <laughs> so uh, after that, we get a clip of my favorite character in this godforsaken show. <laughs> In Japanese, his name is Kishu. So it's like, Kish? In this, his name is Dren, which I hate <laughs> so Dren? much. Dren? Those Dren. Everyone else, yes, Dren. Everyone else has normal, <laughs> just like white people names, but his name is Dren. He's an alien. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, excuse me, my full name uh, is Children. <laughs> children. <laughs> I just go by Dren for short. Please. <laughs> uh, but so he's hanging out at the cherry tree and he's like, ha ha, it's all coming together. Um, And then we're in like the underground of the Mew Mew Cafe and Elliot is explaining that there's an alien race that's coming to Earth because they've laid waste to their planet. So now they want to take over Earth, but the Mew Mews can stop it. Because they've been infused with the power of some endangered species. Specifically endangered. Specifically endangered. So Renee is the gray wolf. Kiki is a tamarind monkey. Bridget is a porpoise. <laughs> Karina's a bird. And Zoe's a cat. I feel like porpoise is really the outlier here. <laughs> what a strange animal. I also like hey, that the- if someone's... Cu- if someone's causing crime in the bay, I assume this city has, the others won't be able to help. You need that porpoise. 
<laughs> it's the whole purpose of the porpoise. You need Bridget. Yes. Ah ha ha. I'll leave. Uh, nah, it's a good. <laughs> um, and then they all kind of start like freaking out a little bit. Well, it's really just Zoe. She's like, "How am I supposed? How am I supposed to balance being a normal girl with being a Mew Mew?" And she kind of gets emotional for a second. Like, there's a serious moment. And then Elliot is literally like, you'll figure it out. And then she's over it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, geez. I just, the next thing what I have happens? is just mini Oh, Renee, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, so before that, Renee gives Zoe some, like, love advice. And then they all talk over each other some more. Because I forgot to mention that happens a lot in this yeah. dub. There's just moments where they're all saying things at the same time. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we're at Zoe's house and she's up at night talking to Minnie the Mew, her fuck? little puffball. Uh, we don't know what it is yeah, yet. This makes sense. Because of the way they've presented this show to that us. That makes much more sense in hindsight because I was so confused by this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so she's like up late at night stressing over Mark. Um, and then... I don't know. I think some other stuff happens, but it's not that important. It's like a montage. And then Wesley and Elliot do do something important because uh, they they find that oxygen oxygen levels are dropping at six percent every hour. Oh no! Which is very fast. Oh no! Oh. And then they realize that it's probably that alien alien species and that Dren has poisoned these cherry trees. <laughs> These four uh, so. trees represent 6% of the oxygen being produced <laughs> in this town. In the entire world. <laughs> it's Earth. <laughs> These um, are the strongest trees you have ever met. <laughs> They're huge, huge trees. Um, so it's time. They all have to go destroy the trees at the exact same time. Or else there'll be an explosion. Uh, and Zoe's like, but I don't want to destroy Mark's favorite tree. And then again, Elliot's like, ah. Get him. And then they uh, have their they have their mutamorphosis. Oh, God. Um, and there's some music that I apparently made a note of. Um, and then we're shown Mark out collecting some leaves for his project. And he's like, oh, man, that's weird. I'm so lightheaded. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, and then do whippets in the woods. Dren is there. And he's like... <laughs> 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 um, and then Dren is there and he's like, oh, hi, Romeo. Which is something that's established when we meet him. <laughs> but doesn't doesn't work this no. way. Um, uh and he, like, tells him what's going on with the tree before Mark just passes out. Um, and then Zoe gets there, and she's ready to fight. And she says, I'm going to mutilate you. And I don't know if that's supposed to be a yeah, pun, but it's a good I one. I that, too. <laughs> I um, assume it is. With the number of Mew-based puns, oh, yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so they're fighting. Oh, no. Dren says first, uh, I can save you from this if you'll be my bride. And she, of course, is like, no, nasty. Um, and then they're fighting and I forgot this, but I have I've seen I don't know. I guess I've seen some of the dub because I very much remember Keisha's English voice and that he calls her kitty cat. I love it. <laughs> love that shit. But long story short, 
they all destroy the trees at the same time. Thank goodness. And then Dren just like dips and he's like, bye kitty cat. And then uh, Zoe feels bad for destroying the tree. And then Mark wakes up and he sees her in her Mew Mew form. And he's like, whoa, Zoe, what's going on? Why do you look like that? And she's like, oh, um, I'm sorry. Like, I can explain. And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. You look really cool. This is kind of my Individuality, whole thing. Individuality, right? <laughs> I'm really and into this animal like, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new sensation that hasn't <laughs> caught on quite yet in 2005. <laughs> But what really gets me is that he just, he's introduced to this, like, wild concept, and he's just like, oh, okay, yeah. Cool, right. Wow, sure. gnarly, bruh. <laughs> and that's that's episode one. I talked a lot. There's a lot to say. It's no, a lot there to go is over. so much good shit. <laughs> especially because we're actually- There's so much good shit in this episode. Especially because this is actually episode, like, 13, and not actually episode one. So. Yeah, so it's hard to explain. And then- they were like, coming up next week on, I think it's called Mew Mew Power. Yeah, yeah Mew Mew Power. In English. <laughs> coming up next week, we go back to the beginning. And it's like, why didn't you just do this in the fucking first place, Zoe? <laughs> and I was confused. Previously on Mew Mew Power. Because without that bumper, without that preview, it doesn't make sense. Because like they don't say, like, hey, this is a flashback episode in the beginning. It's just because they rearrange the order. So it's just like, oh, God. Made yeah. it more complicated than it needs to be. So, okay, episode two. Uh, we get a yep. shot of Zoe asking out Mark, and Mark's, like, in his kendo stuff, because he's got to just be as Japanese as possible. And he's... Uh, I'm surprised they didn't try to translate that, or go uh, at least, like, fencing or how, something. <laughs> you know, football with my how, big wooden I stick. I guess so. I was going to say, how could they change it? They have fencing something. I don't know. They call rice balls they, donuts. Mm. So, like... At a certain point, yeah. they just don't care. Some some wilder changes have been made. Yeah. <laughs> Hence, none of them being called <laughs> lettuce or meat in this show. It changes the whole show with those names. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we get a shot of Zoe asking out Mark to the endangered animal exhibit. Because she knows how he likes endangered animals. Just weird when I phrase <laughs> it like that. And then she wakes up. <laughs> oh, no, she's late. She's got to get ready for school, and she's panicking. She's trying to get down real quick. She's running out. And I like there's just one shot of her running uh, out of the house, and it's her mom's like, hey, Zoe, you still need to eat bread. Poof, and hear the door slam on her. <laughs> and it's a miracle. The rare instance where we have two first episodes to the show, and they both start with a dream sequence. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The rare instance where we have an anime girl late for school running to class without a piece of toast in her mouth. Huh. Horse from... Mm. She ain't even going to class. She ain't going to class. No, she's going to David Mark. I was going to say horse from Mushroom. Assume would be yeah. so disappointed that the toast spell didn't work. <laughs> and mm. so, yeah, we find out that the dream she had about asking out Mark, that wasn't a dream. That was just a memory, which is weird that they set it up like it was a dream because I assumed it didn't happen. But now it did. And she's going to that date. They already established. Yeah. So, weird. And this flashback episode also starts with a flashback in a dream sequence. Yeah, it's weird. Jarring. <laughs> it's all very confusing. <laughs> and as she, Zoe's running there, she's thinking like, oh, Mark's the, mo- Mark's the most popular boy in school. Like, if I'm late, he's going to have hordes of girls like asking him out. Like, you know, I can't screw this up. 
And when she gets there, she's like, oh, hey, Mark, sorry I'm late. He's like, oh, no, you're actually early. But then so is he. So were they both just on time? Or was this just a weird translation? I don't know. Uh, I assume everything's a weird translation. You're not late. You're early. You're early. (laughs) Weird. Um, So they get there. They get to, like, the museum, I guess, where the exhibit's happening. And they're walking into the red... What was it? Red Data Animal Exhibit. And, like, Red Data is basically just, like, endangered. It's like, oh... Don't know why I need mm-hmm. to call it that. Okay. And sort my, of like these animals are on red alert of being extinct. Something I, weird. I don't know. I guess. And possibly mm. my favorite thing in all the episodes we've seen, <laughs> possibly my favorite thing, is when they're walking into the museum, we get uh, like an announcer over to PA just saying like, the local red da- uh, data animal exhibit's happening, <laughs> yes. you know, happening in this wing, like go in here if you want tickets. And then he just starts speaking Spanish. Like, out of nowhere. Yes! Bienvenidos. <laughs> it's so just like, wait, what's that? And then it cuts to the next so scene. So good. It's <laughs> just like, that wasn't <laughs> necessary. They're in Japan. No one would be speaking Spanish. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's so jarring. Ugh. And then we get, like, a shot of, like, a chimera statue up on the top, and it's, like, looking at her. And as uh, as it looks at her, she walks through this, like, scanner to get into the museum and it's just like we see it like flashing like scanning their data like red data animal dna like captured or like identified and it's flashing kind of saying like when she zoe walked through she has like the endangered animal dna in her already and she's genetically a furry <laughs> it's part of who i am dad You're born with it it's in my bones <laughs> and it's it's the same thing we were talking about where it was like they're trying to do those like awkward moments where they're like cutting each other off, like talking during the exhibits and stuff. And like Zoe gets nervous and just starts laughing at like a dumb joke, but like she straight up snorts when she laughs. And like I know mm-hmm. I know it's not supposed to be good quality for a dub, but like look how sloppy it is. I think it adds so much more character to the dub and like is mo- much more revealing of who she is with that. I greatly enjoyed that. Mm. And uh, we see the one scanning for the DNA. We see their Elliot and Wesley, who at this point, we wouldn't normally know who they are if we watched it in the right order. But we had the last episode, so we know. And uh, then we see, they get, they're the ones like looking like, oh, she's got the DNA. We got to hit her up and we got to like trigger the event or whatever. And then Zoe and Mark leave the museum. And Mark says... He says he wants to tell her something, something like really important. He's got to confess to her. She's like, oh, he's gonna ask me to be his girlfriend. He's like, I want to devote my entire life to animals. It's like, cool. Yeah, you do, furry boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got good news for you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> me ow. And <laughs> as as they're walking out, Zoe trips, and we get the classic shot of Mark catching her and her looking up at Mark, like, oh, he's caught me. I'm in his arms. And uh, they just go to the nanny. nanny. Uh, they just want to hang out afterwards. So they go to like a park. And Mark's like, hey, I'm going to go run us again some drinks. He's like, all right, cool. I'll just stay here. And she's Zoe's there by herself kind of just gushing and being like, oh, I was in his arms. And Mark's so cool. And, you know, all that stuff. And we see the fucking like castle slash cafe that she eventually works at like behind her. And on top of it, it's another weird like cat statue. And now it's got red eyes. And we see, like, Wesley and Elliot, like, all right, start the process. And the ground starts shaking, and the camera starts shaking, and the eyes glow brighter. 
everyone's like, what's going on? And it's just like a flash cut. And then we get a little commercial bumper and it comes back to Zoe waking up on the ground with like Mark's jacket on her. She's like, oh God, what happened? It's like, oh, you just like passed out. Like you just zonked out. It's like, oh, wait, like the sun setting? He's like, yeah, it's been a few hours. It's just like, hey, uh. Why what? doesn't anyone wake this girl yeah, up? Yeah, I'd be very concerned if I was on a date with a girl and she just passed out for a few hours. Yeah, no need to call. Yeah, I'd take her to the a hospital. person or uh, parents. Something. Nah, it's fine. We'll no. wait it out. He just went and bought her another cold drink because the other one He's got, got warm. got this. So nice cold beverage. So it's all you need. The date's kind of over. They go back home. Next day, Zoe's telling her friends what happened at school. And they're just like, oh, God, you blew it with Mark. You're so dumb. It's like, wow, your friends suck ass. Yeah. It's the <laughs> second scene where established that the friends are just bullying too much. It seems to be, like, yes. a trope with these, like, group shows or, like, where, like, kind of the main characters are a group of people or an ensemble. That they pre-establish that their before best, their before friends are assholes. So it's justifying why they cut ties with them later and mm-hmm. join the superhero group. Hmm. So uh, they're telling her, like, oh, you blow it. It's like, you gotta go apologize to Mark. She's like, I called him that night. They're like, oh, you can't call him. You're supposed to wait two days. She's like, ah, I told him I'd meet up with him at school. Ah, shit, I'm late now. And they run to the kendo club and see him there. There's just a swarm of girls, like, all waiting for him. Because he's so popular. And (laughs) uh, while she's there, she's looking at the pictures they got at the museum. And uh, they blow away. And she goes, quick, and grabs him. But when she grabs him, she's hanging off the railing. And falls just like three stories, but she catches herself because her Mew Mew powers kick in and she does the cat-like reflexes. So she's able to catch herself. And everyone there sees it. Lands right on her feet like a cat. Yeah. Whoa. And no one questions. They're like, wow, she's really good at gymnastics. Not like, holy shit, she just plummeted like 40 feet and is super okay. (laughs) (laughs) So then, uh... Parkour. Parkour. We see, we get a cut to her in class, and she's asleep, which is, like, where this all starts with her sleeping in class. Because she's all sleepy, and she's, like, purring in her sleep. And when they wake up, or they wake her up, and she's like, oh, you gotta get ready for lunch. She's like, lunch, milk, I gotta get me some milk. Milk, 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 And it's just, like, all hopped up for milk. And then... So gross. <laughs> <laughs> when they're actually in, like, line for lunch, they're getting different food, and she sees just a full fish and just bites it and takes it in her mouth. She's like, oh... I didn't mean to do that. I'm gonna go, guys. And she just, like, runs off embarrassed. And she's noticing she's becoming more and more cat-like since the date. And uh, when she runs off, Mark goes running off after her to see if she's okay. And she keeps... I didn't write them all down, but she, like, this whole time, she just keeps making cat puns uh, when she's talking with Mark. It's like, oh... How are you feeling? Yeah, stuff like that. I'm just like, hmm. it's a lot of puns. <laughs> and... I'm doing purr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, when she's talking to him about that, she's like, "I and I think her ears and tail come out, and she just runs off again." Or was it just the puns? I think. Uh, I think it's just the puns, and she's like, "I gotta get out." Yeah, of here. she can't help what she's saying. So she. These are too many cat puns. <laughs> no one likes puns. <sighs> and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Zoe runs off and she goes back to that castle cafe where she remembers falling uh, falling down and like passing out. She's like, alright, I gotta figure out what happened here. Like, This is where all stuff stuff all started changing. She's like, wait, I feel like danger. I sense danger. She goes running off towards it. 
and she sees that Mark followed her to back to the park. She's like, oh god, Mark's such a nice guy, he's so cool and handsome, he cares about me. <laughs> and it's weird that this is supposed to be the first episode where they go on a date together, and then the episode we saw for episode one, she's like, oh gee, I wonder if Mark likes me. It's like, yeah, he's yes. kind of into you. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so, uh, as she's following Mark, we... The will they, won't they in this show goes deep. Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> And while she's following Mark, she sees like we see this like little jellyfish alien floating around that she Zoe doesn't see, and um, we just see it float down and just possess like a rat that's underneath a bench, and then the rat just like hulks out and turns to this giant monster rat and starts attacking Mark, and Elliot just comes out of nowhere and it's just like this is the first time Zoe's seen him and it's just like what what's going on? He's like hey cool fight that thing. He's like what no? He's like yeah no it's it's super cool if you do. <laughs> and he's got just... He just introduces it so casually. He's cat. like, hey, I'm going to need you to fight this mutant rat. Yeah. Just springs it on her. You can do it, babe. <laughs> Come on, babe. And he, he's fucking wearing like a leather... Come on, babe. Leather like vest without a shirt underneath. And he's got fucking belts just like around... Yeah. Like I've got to acknowledge the belts because they're just dumb as shit. They're just around his like It's biceps. called fashion. What a fucking hottie. <laughs> I clearly don't understand it. And so he just... God. <laughs> Someone wasn't cool in 2002. I'm not cool now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he like catches her and swings her up to a tree and then just pushes her off the tree. And she lands right in front of Mark. And he's like, go on, fight. And this is where we see like her first like transformation sequence. And uh, he, he... Oh, he also throws her at the power pendant, which is like the magical girl item that makes the transformation happen. And yeah, she... Mm, I hate the pacing in this show gives me like anxiety because he pushes her off the tree and then like doesn't even give her a minute to like try and fight the rat before he's like, hey, by the way, I didn't think you'd need this, but here it is. And like gives her the pendant. And it's like, what do you mean you didn't think she'd need it? Doesn't she need it to transform? Yeah, she also needs it to get like to like exercise the alien possessing the rat. Like you kind of need it. And this. Yeah, I just, ugh. <laughs> it's dumb as shit. <laughs> and this is where we get the mutomorphosis, and she fights so many puns in the show. I respect it on, like, like a core <laughs> of me respects it, but there's a lot. And uh, she shoots it with her strawberry bell, which is just this, like, it's just like a circle. It's just a ring, but it's shaped like a heart, and it's got a bell in the center, and that's it. Like, it's not a weapon. We see... Uh, Karina, the other girl, has like an arrow, like a bow and arrow, and it's like, so he's just got a bell. Yeah, I don't. I think know, like, she's like the only one that has an actual weapon, like Karina. Oh, really? Yeah, and the I think I think the other ones just have things. Things weird. <laughs> and the bell's powers are like very ambiguous. Like she uses it to make a shield. She has like energy blasts and stuff. I I can't track like what it should be doing. It's whatever she needs it to be. Mm. Convenient. Yes. Uh, she defeats the rat monster. <laughs> the jellyfish thing comes out of it. And we just see Mini-Mew just fly up and eat it. And it's just like, oh, jeez. Okay. That's how this is happening. <laughs> and Great character introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so... Monch. <laughs> Zoe asks, like, I, what's going on here? I need an explanation. And Wesley comes out of nowhere and he's like, you'll get an explanation in time. It's not now, though. 
you're definitely not getting it now because it's the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know why. I just wrote down <laughs> his full name is Wesley J. Coolridge the Third. It is yes. dope as hell. <laughs> yes. I think part. Who is this rich boy with a ponytail? Oh, body this life rich... ponytail. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> him. I think part of me was thinking he was going to say Cool Ranch. I was like, I want. Oh, that was his original name in the <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> it might be now. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah, it just episode two ends with just like, you'll find out soon enough. Wink. So just mm. teeing up the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and let's find out now. Ooh. Uh, so, episode three, we basically pick up right there. Uh, we get introduced inside the cafe. They uh, bring her there, and they're like, hey, uh, you work here now. So, uh, just a heads up, you're going to have to work here. Gotcha. Uh, and she's like, oh, what? Uh, so they give her a, a maid uniform because it's the maid cafe thing. And she's like, wow, I'm super cute now. This is great. Um, and we sort of get the info dump on what should have came two episodes ago. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Uh, so basically there are uh, these uh Mutant animals called uh, predacites, which are regular animals that a predator parasite, get it, mm. will take over their bodies and cause mayhem. <laughs> uh, and these are taken over by weird unknown things called infusers. Uh, and they selected uh, Zoe because her DNA was compatible that we saw at the museum. And uh, it was compatible with a wildcat uh, DNA. I thought of a joke. Uh, I thought of a joke. Uh, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% a cat. <laughs> Finally, something topical came Yay! out of this. Wait a minute. Five dub. Was that Twitter meme thing a song? Yes. Are you supposed to sing it? It's Lizzo. Oh. Are you familiar with this it's person Lizzo named song? Lizzo? I am not. I live under a literal rock. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Anyway. I saw you tweet that you don't understand that, and I was like, hello. <laughs> I don't. But this isn't the place. The Too many of Brendan's tweets are, I don't uh. understand this meme. <laughs> it's true. Look up, I think it's Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Listen to that song. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Brendan. I'm sure everyone else has. <laughs> Derailed enough with my nonsense. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so, uh, she is 100% that wildcat. Uh, now that they mutated her mm -hmm. and she's freaking out like, hey, what the fuck? Why didn't you talk to me first? This is pretty fucked up. She says, uh, and she's, or Elliot says, like, she says, like, oh, I'm a mutant. And Elliot says, you're not a mutant. You're a mew mew. And I know someone was really happy with themselves writing that line. Yes, someone got at least yeah. one high five. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ponytail uh, charms her, being like, hey, this, we're all a team here. This is going to be good. I'm, I'm flattering you so you don't realize that we just basically kidnapped you into the mutant life. Yep. Uh, and they give her a uh, mini Mew, whose real name is R two thousand. 
Not a robot. It's a, not robot. a robot. Is it actually oh, a robot? not a robot. <laughs> I would think it, so. It opens. I don't know. Nothing about it indicates it's a robot. There's times when it eats the predacite mm. or whatever it's called, the jellyfish thing, and it opens its mouth, mm. and there's just this glowing blue like void inside of its mouth. So like, it's not just a body in there. It's not just like an organism. Like there's like a pocket dimension inside of Mew Mew. It's like in Danny Phantom <laughs> with the ghost thermos. Um, the Fenton thermos. Thank you very much. Is that what it's called? I couldn't remember. We're what it's so called. it's all about the brand. We're so proud of knowing the dumbest stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Phantom is a great show. Okay. Uh, we won't do the rap right now, but join us later. We've done it anyway. We've done it multiple times Damn in our it. own free time. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, Guts a new pet that will help locate these, uh, pred- uh, predacites, mutants, whatever. Uh, and we get a commercial, or they say, hey, uh, we also need a cover so you're actually gonna work in this maid cafe. And she's like, okay, now you're kidnapping me into two jobs. This is kind of bullshit. <laughs> um... <laughs> So we get a commercial break, we come back, we see an alien, or hear an alien voice talking about how he wants the blue planet. And uh, clever, it's Earth. Um, so we, uh, <laughs> we join them and Minnie Mew finds a predacite and they're trying to figure out what it is. Uh, and at that moment, uh, a, a little friendly dog with the most canned I can't think of what's Mark? the word generic. Uh. Fuck, I forgot the word generic for so long. <laughs> uh, just this like nineties uh, bark that was recorded and is obviously at like two cents per use because uh, it is just the most compressed, most shitty dog bark ever used in a show. Uh, so this dog comes up. And a rich family is like, oh, our little Mickey jumped out of the car and wanted to say hi to you. Uh, say hi to the street urchin. I love that they literally say street urchin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wow, fuck up. <laughs> say hi to the poor like, girl, it's Mickey. It's not even exaggeration. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> uh so we see uh, a girl with black hair and buns step out, and this is Karina. This is our future Mew Mew. And she's like, oh, sorry for the trouble. Here's a silk handkerchief. Uh, wipe off the dog slobber off your face, but don't give it back because I don't want poor people germs in my Bentley. <laughs> You've sullied it. Ugh. I don't want it back. <laughs> I don't want your poor person McDonald's grease face on my silk. (laughs) Rich people Uh, suck. So, yeah, uh, Zoe's like, wow, (laughs) fuck those people, and goes. uh, So she goes to school. uh, uh, She was also told to find the other Mew Mews who will have a marking on them. Um... Of course, she's a high school girl, so hers was on her uh, upper, extreme upper inner thigh of that we had to show off. Uh, so now she's going around school just trying to put her head into other girls' crotches to see if they have the same marking on their upper inner thigh. 
mm-hmm. just being super hey, you know, pervy. It's a s- sacrifice she's willing to make. <laughs> oh, God. I guess I'll just uh, violate my schoolmates. So oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. Is that part of the bingo uh, card? So, Mark... <laughs> it should be violating yeah. your schoolmates it should be <laughs> that that's the free space that's a free space yeah. <laughs> uh so mark shows up and and uh thinks she's been acting weird lately and she drops her stuff and he helps and is being super nice and generous and is like hey if you ever want to talk about anything come come hit me up and again she gets super horny and <laughs> Uh, this is our first cat <laughs> transformation out in public, which she hides by, uh, there's a spider in his hair, so she had to be behind him. I don't know. Alright, hold she, on. Did you yeah. see, but did you see during this yeah. part that his coloring yeah, was wrong? I wrote that down too. I did not, know. Minute, minute nine. His skin, his skin was lighter and so was his yeah, hair. Yeah, minute nine, 52 seconds in, yeah, his hair goes from black to brown and his skin goes from like dark tan to just straight white well i did not notice that at all like a completely different yeah. character <laughs> why it, it was amazing and it wasn't just like that's not even something four kids could have fucked up why? <laughs> no it's not and it wasn't even like a single frame where it was like real quick like there was like it was probably like five or six frames like it was like a scene it was a, yeah <laughs> uh, so he's a mutant as well apparently yeah <laughs> so good um but yeah, uh, he can transform into a white boy. <laughs> the best power of all. <laughs> Privilege power. Oh, activate. <laughs> Form of a wasp. <laughs> oh no, I got a speeding ticket. Let me just activate my powers. <laughs> uh, so uh, she goes back to the cafe and is like, hey, Elliot, you didn't warn me if I got too horny, I'd turn into a cat. And, and <laughs> super mad. Uh, and then the, she has to go to actual, uh, waitressing and it's super busy, even though they promised her it was just a front and no one would show up. And since she's the only member of the team, she's the only waitress and she's the freaking out. Uh, and then we get, uh, we see Karina at the ballet and, uh, Zoe is outside and, uh, Mini Mew picks up the signal of another uh predacite and uh Zoe sees Karina coming out of the ballet and is like, hmm, them again. There has to be something up, let me follow them. Uh so she follows them to their mansion. Uh Karina's like grandma, I guess. Sure. Let's her in, cause what? I said sure. Oh, okay. Uh so uh she is going in under the guise of, like, cleaning and returning the handkerchief, but Karina's like, oh, fuck you, poor person, I'm not giving you a tour of my house, please get out. <laughs> but, uh, she does say that. She does <laughs> say, like, tours are no longer happening. It's like, who's touring your house? Yeah. <laughs> tours for the underprivileged are no longer happening for today. <laughs> wow, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So, uh, uh, she gets bounced, uh, Mickey the dog follows her out, and we see a little jellyfish thing latch on and transforms Mickey. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Mickey goes back inside, transforms into a, a big red dog, not like that big this red dog. This is a very, 
It's a very Digimon look. <laughs> yeah. It is it is uncomfortably this boy, Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> I felt I felt safe yes. here. This was my episode. <laughs> Brendan was oddly <laughs> calm during this segment. <laughs> I took a nap, it was soothing. Uh, oh. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, hearing the scream, Zoe goes back in, uh, uh, transforms into the cat girl. <laughs> it's a cat and a dog fighting, <laughs> get it? Um, <laughs> so we see uh, the dog rips the back of Karina's uh, shirt, and we see little wing marks on her back. It's a Mew Mew mark. She's a chosen one. Oh. Uh, Oh, how, 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 who saw this? Who saw it coming? Not us, who were flashed forward like 13 episodes in episode one. Or saw her in any of Uh. the scene transitions (laughs) or opening sequences where she's in all of them. (laughs) Fair. There are so many, like, commercial bumpers. Anyway, that's a different topic. Yes, we have neglected to mess with American TV. So many commercials. Based. Yeah, based on this, there are at least four yeah. or five like commercial breaks per episode. Um, yeah, but anyway, ridiculous. Uh, Zoe's like, "Hey, no time to explain, but you're a magical girl. Transform right now!" And and she does. She turns into a bird girl, and she has, uh, as we mentioned previously, an arrow attack. Uh, and it's a heart arrow, and they save Mickey and banish the jellyfish thing, and, uh, Karina's on the team, but she's not, uh, don't, don't get it twisted, she's not gonna work at the cafe, cause that's for poor people, and she's not friends with poor people <laughs> either, so she's still mean. <laughs> and that's where we yep. end episode three. Such a bitch. <laughs> yep. Oh boy, I enjoyed this huh. much more, this much more fun. than I was expecting. Yeah, this was a good way to start. <laughs> this was fun. I really want to see. I yeah. know it won't happen, but I really want to see uh, Zoe looking for other Mimi marks on people and finding a girl with like wings on like a tramp stamp. It's like, oh, you're Mimi. It's like, no, 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 no. This is, this is like a drunken spring break. Like, don't get it wrong. No, I spent an <laughs> April in Tampa. I can't. Yes. <laughs> it's something else. It means something else where I'm from. I do have uh, I have some more fun names for you guys. Oh, please lay them on me. Because there's, I mean, okay, so there's, you know, Kishu, no. and then his companions. Kishu is oh, okay. Dren. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So his uh, his companions are Tart and Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What? All right. And then he apparently works with someone else named Deep Blue. Oh, uh, that was spoiled for me. Yeah, which is out I of place. I looked that one up and I got spoiled. Mm. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh. And then Wesley's real name is uh Keichiro, and then Elliot's real name is Rio. <laughs> Rio Why? Elliot. Why are they just so selective? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and uh, Renee's name is Zakuro. I tried to look up if Zakuro is a food, but I I couldn't it's find like, it. It's like Dragon Ball Z, where like all of the names are based off food, and the creator of it fully admits he's like, yeah, I just looked at my fridge and then rearranged some letters. It's just like, oh god, just like Love no, it. I did not know that was the origin. <laughs> so if we want to do a brief tangent, Me Dragon neither. Ball Z, all the Saiyans are named after vegetables. 
Goku is Kakarot, which is carrot. Vegeta is vegetable. Nappa is lettuce in Japanese. Obviously. Uh, yeah, it's there's a lot. Uh. Of, like, you look into them, almost all of them can be rearranged into just food. <laughs> wow. I I always heard the wow. jokes of like, haha, car- carrot, get yeah. it, or, or piccolo. <laughs> Pickle- but I didn't realize that was literally just yeah. food. The, the nam. Dynamics wow. like it was King Piccolo, Revelations, drum, tambourine, and then he made Piccolo. It, like it's the names are dumb as shit. <laughs> but so it seems to be a trend because so is this show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Weird fighting foodons. They're all so named anyway. after animals. Oh, weird. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the more you know. I think. Um. I think kind of like Sailor Moon. This show like takes a turn at some point where like shit gets Ooh. serious. But I never saw that far, and I noticed that, at least on the website, we watched it on the English dub only goes to, like, 20-something episodes, when the Japanese is actually 52 episodes. Hmm. So, yeah. Do you really... Yeah, if it's... English dub either skipped episodes or never got finished. I would assume it never got finished. Probably. like, 27 yeah. episodes, that's about a season of American television, at least at the time. Yeah. So I assume they just got one season and then either didn't pick it up or, for whatever reason, they didn't continue it. But that's my bet. Would you really yeah. want to keep watching the show without the four kids dub, though? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> that's so much fun. You need it. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Not for the reason they originally well, I'm glad intended, you had a good <laughs> to hear those deep, bassy voices of a 13-year-old boy named Mark. Oh, don't worry about me. I, I have to go fencing <laughs> later. He could have started singing Barry White and I wouldn't have noticed. I'm honestly just really excited. <laughs> I'm I'm just really excited that we got to see Dren because I, I literally love him. He's very much like my kind of character type. <laughs> just like assholey <laughs> villain. I love him. Just quippy so villain. Funny. Sweet midriff. Yes. Uh. Kitty cat. I remember I auditioned for him in like an English really? dub. Hell yeah. On YouTube. None of those ever uh. went anywhere. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Nor was I really cast in any. So, Dugan, are we there yet? Ah, uh. uh, this was so much fun. This is... Such a wild <laughs> dub. Um, I think I I want to reframe it uh, with, uh, uh, since we're doing special stuff for these, I want to frame it of like, this is peak my childhood of would I have watched this as a child? Because mm. like, I did tune in occasionally to four kids stuff with like Sailor Moon. But if I were to, as a 10 year old, uh, flipped on to this show um i don't think i would have continued <laughs> i i tended to enjoy like the quote unquote uh girl shows at the time uh but i don't i don't know this didn't grab me like the way a sailor moon would or something else mm-hmm. uh also i thought the animal transformations would be like animal transformations <laughs> And not, and not furry <laughs> transformations. So animorphs. Yeah, it's not that level. Yeah, I was expecting more animorph style <laughs> stuff, but uh, 
uh, I, I didn't get what I Honestly, was expecting. Honestly, that would be sick. <laughs> yes. A wildcat, a wolf, a monkey, <laughs> a, a bird, and a porpoise. Because, like... Fighting crime. <laughs> I mean, would that be more... What's more wild? Expecting a wildcat to do more damage, or a middle school girl with uh, ears and a tail that can't fall down? <laughs> I just really like the image of lettuce <sighs> flopping on the ground. Be like, guys, 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 water, water. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, your friend Lettuce. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> uh, I this, also this had fun. Fantastic. This is this is a good show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we for our anniversary, not quite exactly, but we we were given a gift, and we wanted to give a shout out on the show. Uh, uh, at Ribbon Quest on Twitter, actually made a bingo card for us. And it's so nice, but it's not bingo. You have to spell out weeb, which is fantastic. It's more appropriate. That's so good. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Ribbon Quest. I'm, uh, I'm starting from here on out. I'm gonna actually have this bingo card and see if we actually get any bingos <laughs> watching any of these shows. Cause, uh, we, we talked about it for so long, and now we can actually play, and we really appreciate it. Thank you. It brings a new meaning to our weeb there yet, because that can also be the name oh, of this go. bingo yeah. card game. That's it. I don't need to commit to watching any of these <laughs> things. I just have to get bingo. Thank you, Ribbon Quest, for getting Dugan off the hook. Oh, wow. You've done it, Ribbon Quest. <laughs> Thank you. You've, yes. you've freed me from this prison of my own creation. For my last wish, I want you to be uh. free. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, uh, thank you. And and if if you have things you want to send us, please don't. First off, we're not worth it. <laughs> but uh, uh, hey, I'm but uh, if you have <laughs> if you have recommendations <laughs> or uh, any shows you would like us to watch after our four kids dubathon. Uh, we, we are taking submissions at arewebthereyet at gmail.com and on Twitter and Instagram at arewebthereyet. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen period weeaboo and at tw- on Twitter at Queen underscore weeaboo and Queen underscore weeaboo art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. And thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us for another year as we learn to live with anime. Oh, I'm all emotional now. Bye, everyone.